As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's see here. We're about to get started, everybody. This is going to be Boiler Room number 180. Kicking off momentarily here. This is my office. And my beat laboratory. Okay. You are listening you are to listening the Boiler Room at ACR. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, lurkers and regulars, friends and foes, welcome to this September 6th, 2018 edition of Boiler Room. We're streaming live on Alternate Current Radio, per usual. It's great to be back with you all uh, driving this panzer tank of information warfare into yet another week of oddities and outrage in the feeds uh we're ready to crush the mainstream media under our treads once again launch some uh some conversational scud missiles out there into the zeitgeist the uh ever sickening zeitgeist that is social media and mainstream media Yes, all right, quick housekeeping. You are listening to Boiler Room on alternatecurrentradio.com. You can find us over there at uh, alternatecurrentradio.com, of course. 
Uh, you can also find us at Spreaker.com. All things alternate current radio at Spreaker.com. And Spreaker has an excellent mobile app if you're new and you're wondering, well, what is the most convenient way for me to get my dosages of all things alternate current radio? Uh, Spreaker, yeah, you got to get that Spreaker app. It's great. If you have a website, you can also do embeds, Spreaker embeds, downloads, all that stuff. Uh, so you can use it, you know, in your normal browser, whatever, on your website, on your mobile device. Uh, iTunes, of course, you can get Boiler Room at iTunes. Just go to iTunes Podcast and type in Boiler Room and you will get it. Also, iHeartRadio. Yes, somehow iHeartRadio has given us room to play our show on their very oh-so-mainstreamy platform. Very nice of them, right, Spore? That's right. They must have not heard it. <laughs> <laughs> keep on not listening. Yeah. All right. iHeart execs, keep on not keeping on with the boiler room. But, of course, if you are an iHeartRadio subscriber, you can get out there. Uh, they have a nice app also. So, uh, iHeartRadio, yep, you can find us there. For some reason, we don't play on the iHeartRadio app via Apple TVs, though. I don't know what's up with that. That's a weird one. I don't know what's up with that, but uh, it but works. You can, you can play it on the phone. Yeah, on the phone or the website or, yeah, all those seem to work just fine. Whatever that's about. Who knows? Uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows? And uh, there's probably a few other outlets I'm forgetting. Some some of these outlets we go out to, uh, I'm not even, uh, I didn't even know. Yeah, me too. Like, uh, what was that one that, I don't know. there was a new one this week that we learned about. Yes, I can't I think Jolene name. listens via that one. I can't remember it. I tweeted at it, though, so go to my Twitter feed. You can find it there. I am at Hesher Media, and of course, the ACR station is at Radio ACR on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, get out there if you want to track that one down. And, uh, yeah, you know what? I need to put a link on the webpage spore that says, like, all of the various outlets where you can absolutely get your dose of alternate current radio. But uh, we everywhere. We out there, folks. All right. Let's see here. Uh, new episodes up of Primecast, of Jay's Analysis, and UK Column. Welcome back, uh, Mike, Brian, Pat, and the UK Column crew. Great to have you guys back on the airwaves after that break i hope the break was uh productive i highly i was gonna say relaxing but knowing mike i doubt it was relaxing it's probably productive yes busy and productive and uh we're gonna have uh, apologies to anyone who showed up for sunday wire last week and found a replay happening but it was a holiday so we did the rare uh take a holiday thing for sunday wire and I believe we'll be back on track this Sunday for Sunday Wire. Uh, what is it going to be? 248, I think. I don't know. Somewhere around there. But uh, Patrick Henningsen, 21st Century Wire, will be back for another episode of Sunday Wire this coming weekend. And apologies to any other new shows that got uploaded that I might have forgotten. Oh, Global Research, new Global Research news hours. I think there might have been a replay last week, actually, but it was a good one, so you can get that over at the Spreaker site. Uh, that is our primary archive of all things alternate current radio. There's approaching 4,000 hours of talk and music over there, so that's quite a bit to choose from, right, Spore? Oh, yeah. Yeah, lots of stuff out there. never be bored. 
No, no. And of course, the live players up there running 24-7, so you can always tune in to whatever's running on our live stream over there. And uh, if you want to support Alternate Current Radio and the Boiler Room, you can find out how at alternatecurrentradio.com forward slash donate. You can find the link to our Patreon as well as our PayPal address. Not a lot of action in the PayPal this week, so maybe it's because we aren't using the swear jar. Nobody's putting any money in it because nobody's swearing. Shut the fuck up. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Is that really how it works around here? Fuck right off. Yeah, fuck right off with that. <laughs> ching, ching, ching. Okay, all right, I'm sorry. You might want to hide your kids tonight for the boiler room. <laughs> all right, uh, but... Uh, in all seriousness, Andrew, Stephen, and Creative Accidents, thank you very much for your kind support of Alternate Current Radio and the Boiler Room uh, and all things ACR. You guys rock. You rule. We appreciate you as we are self and listener funded radio. Right, Spore? That's right. Right, Badger? He's saying that's right. He's, he's not. I say as though I can see him, but I know he is. <laughs> All right, all right, let's get to it. On the show tonight, first up, we got the guy who did a big mic drop this week joining us, Randy J. Randy J., welcome back to the Boiler Room. How are you this evening? Doing great. Doing fantastic. If I was doing any better, I'd be Jack Dorsey. Other than that, I'm doing fantastic. (laughs) I don't know. I hear Jeff Bezos says... uh, uh, let's see, what was that quote he gave? Let me see if I can bring this up. It'll probably be more powerful if I can find the exact quote. Let's see here. Bear with me, folks. This is going to be worth it. Nope, nope. Here we go. Here we go. This is it. Uh, Bezos says, Wilt Chamberlain claims to have slept with more than 20,000 women in his lifetime. Bezos calls this a slow Tuesday. <laughs> That's womanizing. Bezos needs to be shut down and thrown off the interwebs. I think he just uh, bullied oh. all of womankind on People Twitter. You can't hear Randy. Oh, shit. Sorry okay, now you can hear Randy. Say it again, Randy. I had a volume down there. I can't even remember, man. I'm just freestyling. What'd I say? (laughs) Yeah, we're just freestyling. We're ripping on uh, Buff Bezos. He actually is at Buff Bezos. Uh, What a a tool. (laughs) Yeah, well, if he said he he sleeps with that many women on on a Thursday, that's sexist. He should be censored, deplatformed, hogtied thrown in the back of a truck and drove drove off the edge of the grand canyon or something yeah yeah really someone call at jack dorsey and tell him that at buff bezos needs to be kicked off of twitter for uh breaking the terms of services and being rude to the women folks out there anyways yes uh it's great to have you back on the show randy especially now that everybody can hear you apologize for that, everybody, but uh, here we go. Were you censoring me too, man? Yeah, no, yeah, I did. Thanks Sorry. to the chat for letting us know. Yeah, thanks, chat. Thanks, Badger. I saw that from uh, both you gangs. Appreciate it. All right, uh, let's see. Up next, we have our man from Egypt. He left Egypt to become a citizen of the United States of America. His name, his handle here at Alternate Current Radio is Infidel Pharaoh. Infidel Pharaoh, welcome back to the Boiler Room. 
How are you this evening? I'm doing fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that swear and, jar tonight. Uh, <laughs> fuck yeah. And by the way, uh, 90% of those uh, women the for both uh, bases were uh, sex boats. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The sex bots. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. All right, you guys. Uh, yeah, and, and in all honesty, uh, thanks, everyone on the call, all you Boiler Rimmers, for uh, normally being um, very restrained with the swear jar action. Uh, appreciate you guys for that. You're all uh, fine ladies and gentlemen and superb speakers. At any rate, welcome back to the show, Infidel Pharaoh. Looking forward to seeing what's, uh, what's on your mind this week once we get started here. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Yes, we are too. We've been looking forward to it ever since we hung up last Thursday. All right. And over to the Jay's Analysis Studios, Jay Dyer of jaysanalysis.com. Welcome back to the Boiler Room. How are you this fine evening? I'm doing well. Jay's Analysis is 100% back and running. The only thing lacking is to clean up the archives and repair all that. Otherwise, everything is fully operational. Nice. All right. Excellent. Very glad to hear that, Jay. Congratulations. I know that was a massive uh, shit ton of work. Yes, three weeks of talking to tech people and crash course in web administration and a bunch of soul-sapping stuff that's not fun at all. (laughs) Yeah, you can imagine why I left my 16-year career in information technology management with uh, large chunks of my soul and my brain dripping out the back side of my left ear. Yeah. I mean, I can't really... I'm not dissing you, but I, I mean, I can't imagine having to do that full-time, mainly because it's so left brain that uh, you, it really saps a lot of your creative energy. So, yeah. like, if you spend all day, you know, doing a bunch of web tech stuff and calling people and companies and all this kind of stuff, and then by 5 o'clock, you don't have energy for trying to make a funny video or doing a show. So it's really, it's really a, an energy zapper, which is the worst part of it. Absolutely, man. It's not a diss at all. That's just the way it is. I think anybody out there that works in tech or, geez, you don't even have to be in tech anymore to be have your soul sucked out of you through a monitor and a telephone all day. Like, seems like uh, a lot of jobs are that way now. So I totally know what you mean. Um, I was really lucky in the last few years of my job that uh, they were trying to strangle us out so we didn't have a whole lot of projects and I was able to get creative. Uh, with some of you guys right here on this call and start this little battle station known as the Boiler Room. Uh, at any rate, Jay, we're really stoked that uh, you've made such great progress and uh, really looking forward to hearing you say, that's it, it's done, it's 100% done, uh, let's do some videos. Yeah, absolutely, and all the Jay's analysis people, if you want to get on the site, you can. It's, it's, uh, it's operational, you'll need to make a new account. That's the, the main thing for for people joining or people who want to join. You purchase a membership now, and it's all automated. You make your own passwords and all that. So it's no longer the older the older system where it was just kind of the basic bitch mode that I had set up. It's a little more fancy. Got a lot more bells and whistles, tech automation, bots and robots running around doing this, their shit. And it's hype. And yeah. you need to uh, you need to join it because it's going to be a lot better now, and hopefully we can avoid a lot of these these problems. So now 
you know, you can't, I'm, I'm not at the uh, mercy of some tech weirdo, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, like <clears throat> I, work yeah, I hope so, too. Uh, there's no need for it. We, Man, we didn't do nothing. There's just <laughs> no need for us to be at the mercy of these people. All right. Well, uh, we're glad to have you guys. And last but not least, the one and only, the very, very oh-so-lovely, lovely Spore. Welcome back to the Boiler Room. This is our 180th Boiler Room it's stormy outside here in Texas. We got thunder and lightning. So romantic. Very, very frightening. <laughs> mamma mia, mamma mia. Uh, but yes, welcome back oh, uh, to the real show. Quick, real quick. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Can I add something too? Yeah, go for it, James. Uh, uh, yeah, we're already getting super chats, and that's awesome. If you want to have your your super chats read uh, throughout the course of the show, we will. And um, so, go ahead and start piling those in. Uh, I want to thank again everybody that's uh, that's donated and bought books, and also Jay's analysis. Uh, separate from the membership sh- membership section at the site, there's also a shop now. Um, and so, eventually, I'm going to have merchandise, uh, t-shirts, and whatnot which a lot of people have requested over the years. So we're finally going to do that. I've been talking to some t-shirt people and uh, that's hopefully going to be ready to go in the next few weeks. So there will be t-shirts and books, obviously, and you can buy signed copies of the books in the Jay's analysis shop. So just click that at the top and you can purchase with credit card or PayPal or anything you want. Nice. (laughs) Thanks for reminding me to uh, shout the super chatters out over there on your YouTube channel. I have not made a habit of doing that in the beginning of the show. That's um, <clears throat> great. Thanks for reminding me. And uh, also thanks to LB for interacting with me over there at the Alternate Current Radio Patreon site. Uh, we are working on getting a little bit better with our interactions over there. We're just juggling too many chainsaws and lit torches and stuff right now but uh we will be getting better at that and if any of the patrons out there want to throw a question in just uh send me a message on patreon or on chat or on twitter and um i'll do my best to see it if i don't see it tonight uh we'll address it later and if i do see it tonight we'll jump in and address it 
Um, and yes, Jay, that's cool about the store, man. We're, we're working towards that too over here at ACR, working on building a, uh, a store. You know, uh, Miles from Type One, he made us some, uh, some, some shirts, some boiler room shirts some months back. And, uh, I know I, I wear my boiler room shirt often. Uh-huh. Yeah. Me too, man. I wore it to the movies the other day. We went and saw some crappy movie and I wore my boiler room shirt. <laughs> Rep in the room. I wore, it, I wore it to the Antifa protest as a Antifa person to try to <laughs> to try to false flag boiler room make it look like boiler room behind Antifa. <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh. But I had a I, I, but I had a stuffed bra on, so I might have been trans, so you couldn't tell if I was male or female. Did so. you have your blue wig? Yes. <laughs> All right. And I, and I had a, it says in the chat, a, when can I get my ACR lunch pail? Oh, lunchbox. Oh, there's a good idea. Hey. That is a good idea. I'd love to see uh, some boiler room lunchboxes rolling around some of these liberal uh, institutions, colleges, and such. I want such. a garbage pail, kid. Oh. I, want, I want an ACR garbage pail. Yeah. I want a Hesher that's a, a garbage pail kid and a poor garbage pail. Yes. Hater Hesher. Yes, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we need a garbage pail kid artist out there. We know a couple artists. Maybe we can figure that out. All right. Okay. Excellent. Tommy so, the comic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Lovely Spore. Welcome to the show. I want an ACR boiler room onesie. A onesie. Yes. Yeah. A jumper or a onesie? With a, one of those little things in the back, I can just go to the bathroom like unbutton. Just unbutton it and yep. do the do the do the deed. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what we can do. It's a tall order. That's a tall order right there. But uh, we're gonna do it. We're gonna have a store before the year is up. Uh, hopefully sooner than that. All right. Let's do this. Let's break some ice. Let me find the button. Here it goes. Bang, there it is. Stuff is going to break. Lovely sport. Where are we going to kick off tonight? What's our first topic for Boiler Room 180? Uh, this is one that Jay Dyer brought to us. Um, Netflix, in response to the Me Too movement, has made a rule that nobody, none of their employees are allowed to look at each other for more than five seconds at a time. It is deemed creepy. Oh, so I'm being creepy. I'm looking at you. One, me out, man. two, three. <laughs> gotta go to HR. Four. All right, I'll avert my eyes. So, how do they enforce that? Do they have a uh, eyeball police on set? I mean, is this like when they're filming stuff, or is this like in corporate offices? Do we know any details? There was a mention, and it's not in the article that I, I pulled up recently. There was a mention of you basically have to like say something out loud, like that's making me uncomfortable. Or you need to stop, and then maybe the person that's been looking at you too long gets written up. <laughs> wow. And even even the Netflix employees find this ridiculous, and they're making a joke out of it. This is ridiculous. I mean, you know, when you think about what people, what they're doing is they're making television series shows. So what do you have to do? You have to watch something, right? And of course, they're they're allowing the producers and directors can look more than five seconds, but nobody else on set can. The actors got to be able to look at each other for more than five seconds while they're acting. It doesn't say anything about what the actors specifically are allowed to do. Don't bring kids or have family days because I've seen two-year-olds and three-year-olds stare at people for like thirty seconds straight <laughs> without taking their eyes off or That's even blinking. Creepy kids. Creepy little kid. Man, tell you what, 
My beard turned three years old this year, and little kids love to stare at it. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to start being that mean guy that's like, tell your kid he's creeping me out. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, though, how does this work? I mean, you've got to be the weirdo on set if you're the one that's like, five, four, three, two, one. You're creeping me out. You know, I'm going to go to HR. This This is like... This is um, like immature tattletale culture brought to adults. This is the kind of thing that kids used to go tell yard monitors and teachers and then get told, don't be a tattletale. Nobody likes a tattletale. Mm-hmm. And there and there you go, Hesher. Six, seven seconds. You've been, this is creepy. What? Because I'm you looking totally, at you? You keep looking at me and you're making me feel weird. I'm opening my eyes real wide now. <laughs> Okay, do you so guys here's, make, here's my question. Got, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Infidel. No, I was going to say, do you guys make eye contact with people when you talk? Because I do that. This I always look in someone's eyes when I talk to them. Infidel, this is exactly what I was going to say. Is that, is, isn't that that a sort of a way that, that people, it's body language. I mean, you, you're having a conversation, you look at somebody's eyes because you want to know if they're engaged in conversation. Also, you know, when you're reading somebody's body language, you're, you're kind of checking to see if, you believe in what they're saying or if they're being honest with you. I mean, this is that's part of human nature. And to say that this is a problem and that it's creepy when hold, people look hold at on. each other. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Spore, you're, you're a white gal, right? White female, white lady? Yes. Okay. Infidel, um, Arabic, Middle Eastern descent guy, male. Both of you. If you make eye contact with people, clearly have white privilege problems and white male privilege problems and need to stop immediately. Mm. <laughs> true. Wow, you'd be able to hang out on a, a platform like Twitter with thoughts like that, Randy J. <laughs> <laughs> if I wanted to. <laughs> let me tweet about that right now. Oh, nah. Actually, no. Oh. Well, Randy J, you're half privileged. That's true. <laughs> on my on my dad's side. Yeah. On my dad's side. You, got, you, got you have a privilege privileged side? mofo you. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, back to uh, before we get off on a on something else there. Uh back to Netflix. This is just insanity. I remember years ago when uh in the early days of Netflix, Netflix was a uh, I had hope for them as a corporate entity because they were uh, really kind of going toe-to-toe, fisticuffs with a lot of the big, uh, you know, monopolistic service providers, you know, like uh, like Comcast Cable, for example, was trying to screw Netflix for uh, more money. They were throttling their customers, and uh, Netflix kind of went up against them and was like, you know, no, we're not going to have this. And I remember thinking at the time, you know, years Episode ago. Episode 11. Yeah, way back. Mm-hmm. Right. You uh-huh. talked about this specifically. Yeah. Episode 11. And now uh, they have just totally gone the way of the weirdos here. And this this is uh, just a really lame corporate policy, virtue signaling bullshit corporate policy and the the i can't remember the guy's name jay you put a video in of a youtuber that was commenting on this and he made some really great points he's saying this is a television streaming service that is allowing things like child masturbation on it as well as drew Bar- barrymore's zombie series which is 
vile. She's disgusting. like eating people. She's eating people and vomiting and like chewing on. It's disgusting. You know, they're, they're going to be the virtue signalers. It's, it's the Walking Dead meets uh, Desperate Housewives, exactly. basically. There's nothing original about it whatsoever. It's a total piece of crap. Yep. But just gory is all get out. Um, and, of course, there was uh, there's incest on it. Mm-hmm. There's uh, underage sex. Excessive drug use. Oh, the drug and alcohol use Excessive. on Netflix shows is nuts. Yeah. And I'm not... I'm no prude, but like I'm sitting here just going, "Wow!" I mean, this is bananas. Like, even the hero series, they are like drinking well, liquor every scene. Yeah, yeah. Go, Jay. The uh, the co-creator, co-founder, um, is Mark Randolph and Reed Hastings, and Mark Randolph is the relative of uh, Bernays and Freud. Randolph was born in Chappaqua, New York. The oldest child was Stephen Bernays Randolph. Just do you recognize Bernays? Mm. Oh, wow. Uh, Randolph's paternal great uncle was psychoanalyst Sigmund Freud, and his paternal great uncle was uh, Edward Bernays. So if you find it hard to believe that Netflix would be weaponized psychology, just consider the co creator. Whoa. Yeah, that's. Uh those are some deep connections right there. We cannot be surprised to see any of this wacky, wacko stuff. I mean, to push the degeneracy the way that they do in the productions and then pretend to be oh so social justice and virtuous uh, at the corporate level, it's got to be a joke. I mean, if, if you don't see the joke here, <laughs> you need to do some homework, apparently. Um. Yeah. So Netflix, giant, giant. It's just getting worse. It's getting worse and worse. It's difficult to find things to watch on there. Things are so cringy. Um. They're. Uh, it's just. It's bad. It's bad. You guys. I, I. I think that this type of thing. Um. As far as the people that work there, I honestly believe they don't give a damn. Like I, I think it's like, you know. Their checks in the mail. They they show up. They put something on air that's weird, um, and then you know when it, and then the same type of person for another company is censoring something uh, or whatever. And I I honestly think they don't give a damn. I, I think that well, they let's not forget the Obamas produce shows for the Netflix for Netflix now. Right. Oh, exactly. I mean, there's tons of stuff out there and i thought the obama one is a classic example of something that's just like painting something as the way it happened you know it's just this romantic love story or this that between the two i mean i don't know maybe it was nobody could find anything about those two in their early years so they might as well just make some shit up and put it on netflix do they actually have anything that they've produced yet? Like, is there a title by them out yet, or is this all in the works still? I don't, I don't know the situation currently. They had a movie, I think, like a two-hour movie of them in their early years in Chicago or, or something like that, uh, about like a year ago. I mean, I sure as heck wasn't going to watch it, but I mean, it's, it's there. I'm pretty, I'm near certain. Okay. Uh, there was just, there was just a news article that they finished production on one of their shows. So, 
Oh boy, it's like a it's like a slow motion train wreck. I just I can't turn it off. Like I've had so many times where I wanted to be like, all right, pull the plug. I'm tired of seeing this twelve dollars or whatever disappear from my dwindling bank account every month. But I can't do it. <clears throat> There's always Dude. some new train wreck on there that I can't look away from, and it's it's hard to like follow the news on this stuff and not be able to look under the hood every now and again. Um, but just to clarify on on some stuff real quick, I think that um, we're talking about two different things in the in the same thing. There's a there's a movie called Southside with You, uh, Barack and uh, Michelle's early years that that was released. And then I think Jay's talking. In addition to that, they're they're in some sort of um, producer level or um authorizing or somehow involved with uh movies that are getting made as well too that that's also going on right yeah there's uh i think we talked about that deal back when it was struck it wasn't all that long ago uh it was on one of the boiler rooms it's in there in the show notes somewhere easy to google search uh a lot of money big was it millions or tens of thousands i think i think it was the the whole Obama deal was like fifteen million, I believe. Yeah, it was pretty big. There was a lot of money going uh, going their way, and they put also Susan Rice uh, on their board of director. That's when I. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Canceled my Netflix about earlier, like a few months ago. They um, have done so many things worthy of canceling on. It's like at least a couple times a month. It's like, oh, there's something cancel worthy. There's something drop worthy. Let's get out of here. Netflix. Oh my gosh! What a I joke. Just, it just made me think of the Orange Is the New Black that series, which I I admit I watched it. It was like it was like a bad car accident. It literally that show is one of the darkest, creepiest shows I've seen. I mean, it's like almost worse than American Horror Story um, because of the messages that they're sending through. It really leaves you with this awful feeling, way creepier than somebody looking at me for five seconds. Seriously, I'd rather watch some of Asia Argento's dad's movies and find like humor in them as opposed to that piece of crap train wreck. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, 
I'd, I'd rather watch old Italian horror and see people do cannibalism than sit through that train wreck. Just nasty. And then there was that show with uh, uh, Timberlake's wife in it, which was actually a pretty good like murder mystery for the most part. But oh my they gosh. couldn't even. It's it's called The Sinner. If anyone wants to check it out. Oh gosh. It's super dark, but it's an interesting murder mystery. It's pretty well written and pretty well acted. But then they have to like take a couple episodes and throw in. Just this out of place, like incestuous scene. It's so gross. Between Jessica Beale and the actress that's like playing her um, injured little sister, her, her sick. sickly young sister. It like threw awesome. the whole series off for me. And I couldn't believe, like, it's just like, where, you know, who's writing this? Why this scene doesn't add anything to what would have been, generally speaking, a pretty good sort of, you know, Mr. Mystery Murder Noir sort of. What it did show. was it ruined the entire series because now we, when we think of this show, we have to... Yeah, that's what sticks out. That's the thing that sticks out is this really creepy incest thing that goes on. And the, like like you just said, Hesher, it's actually a really interesting murder mystery. Like really well done where you're just kind of like wondering who's who did it, you know, and why the whole time. But that's what what sticks out in the entire series is that awful moment. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, enough of that. Enough of that. Enough of Netflix. Fuck Netflix. Bang. There goes the swear jar once again. <clears throat> so uh, I don't know. Okay. Let's talk to uh, Randy J. Randy J. Uh, something happened this week. I was disappointed yet totally understand. Uh, you know, last week we shouted out your. Uh, you had a poll running on Twitter to uh, where where your followers could pick the. Uh, the most swampiest swamp creature out of a few good names there. Uh, maybe go ahead and give us the uh, the winner there for anyone who didn't get in there or hasn't been following you on, on the Twitter. Tell us who the options were and who the winner was. The options were James Comey, uh, Peter Stroke, Robert Mueller, and John Brennan for King of the Swamp. Sort of like on a, think of a re, a reverse podium where if you're the lowest podium on a gold, silver, and bronze, you're the winner, and then the second highest is second place, and then the person standing tallest actually is in third. And if you're not on the podium, you're the best of the worst. Um, so uh, <laughs> Brent Brandon won, and it was close. He barely beat out Peter Stroke. And Skrazok is what it looks like when it's spelled Peter Stroke. And then uh, uh, a distant third was uh, Mueller. And surprising to me, Comey, like, he didn't he didn't make the top three. Um, and then there was one write-in vote for Debbie Wasserman Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hats off to the write-in there. Good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that was a little Twitter twitter thing that was out there that was don't the, go looking me don't go looking for me on twitter no more i ain't there i guess they keep me they'll keep me there for 30 uh days or whatever but i uh i deactivated it and uh i'm taking my taking my twitter stuff and 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 leaving i'm cyber burning my twitter gear and 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 leaving in a in a rage no i'm kidding i'm just done with it that's all um if and it the thing with Alex Jones today made me do it. I could care less that it was Alex Jones. It could have been, it could have been Hillary. 
It could have been whomever. Probably wouldn't have been Hillary, but sooner or later they're going to get to somebody. The fact is that they're doing it at all. Um, just deplatforming someone across the board. Yeah. And Bye. Yeah, it really, I mean, and I don't know you to be like a giant InfoWars fan or Alex Jones follower. It has nothing to do with being, uh, you know, sycophantic about the personality of Alex Jones or the platform of InfoWars. Am I right? It, 100%. It could have been Jay. It could have been you. It could have been Patrick. could have been uh, anybody. could have been Sean Hannity. could have been could have been Rachel Maddow. Now, I would have to really stare in the mirror long and hard if they, like, deplatformed, you know, someone someone on the left. And maybe I wouldn't be as quick to leave. But if I thought about it, I'd do the same thing. I'd do the same thing. Now, it's, it's really that I just don't care. I mean, I wasn't on Twitter till earlier this year. So I didn't need it. My entire life until this year, I don't need it now. I, I get, I get being on it. It's sort of like this, like social media public forum where you know people need to get you know who they are and what they do out there. I, that's that's not. I don't have that need to be out there, so I'm just, I'm just walking, just walk away. Movement. Uh, I'm just like, ah, go ahead. It's well, I, I just want to say, Randy, that you are the best thing that happened to Twitter in the last year. I really enjoyed your presence, the way that you came about it, the way you approached it, your tweets. And I was, I seriously, like, it broke my heart a little bit to find out you left today. Big mic drop. Yeah. I Big was like, no, drop. of all people, <laughs> he was, he just started on yeah. You were so good at it, too. You were like a Thanks. Twitter star. Thanks. I, I mean, I, I tried to, uh, I, Part of me is like, you know what? They need people out there to like mix it up. But I'm like, you know what? That's 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 uh, no, because it's to me the platform itself is contaminated. Uh, I'll show up on something else probably that's that's like Twitter should be for sure, um, where you know it's just a forum for free ideas and they're and they're 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 putting their but they're putting their sights. They're they're playing team ball here. Twitter is, and and I don't like that. I I may not like what other people got to say, but they should be able to say it. And and that's that's what I hang my hat on. So. Yeah. Well, uh, <clears throat> it was fun while you were there, Randy. I don't blame you for wanting to get the hell out of there. I don't hold uh, personal accounts in just about any social medias anymore. Bailed out on the personal ones a long time ago. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to say, man. I'm sure you're not the only one that is up in arms and uh, walking out the Twitter door, probably walking out some other doors lately, too. And, and think about it, too, folks. I mean, you got um, tons of wackos on Twitter saying all, si- all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. So, That's- and I mean... You know what that- you should do? We should start uploading... Um- Alex Jones videos to Pornhub. <laughs> well, you know, that's what uh, some of the gun channels were doing. I think it was one of the gun channels that got... Uh, I think somebody already did that. They already banned Alex Jones there. No oh, way. Really? Damn I it. mean, I heard, I heard somebody claim that. I don't know if that's true. Oh, wow. Somebody will have to verify that, that for us. I'd be really interested to see that. Um, 
Porn hub. Porn hub of, of all places. A, oh, I love the title. <laughs> Porn hub bands, Alex Jones. Now, uh, Jay, I, I uh, regrammed one of your Instagram posts today because I thought it was so good on this topic. You, you posted, uh, you know, a side by side. You posted one, uh, a photo that's of the headline that says Twitter uh, permanently suspends Alex Jones and Infowars, citing abusive behavior. And you put that up next to uh, George Soros's Twitter feed, and uh, you said, so does that mean funding global degeneracy and revolutions and coups is abusive behavior that will result in Soros also being banned? Brilliant, dude. I really liked that. I had to uh, amplify that one. That was worth a boost. I suggest everyone else get out there and boost it. Um, what did you think, Jay, when you saw all this go down today? Um... What else can you say? I mean, I, I, I guess I expected it to a degree. I figured they would keep going. What could they do? They have to double down. They're not gonna. They're not gonna change their their stance. So, um, it was funny to watch Alex confront little Marco. Um, but I think people are catching on to this double standard, and it's. Uh, I don't think it's going to work. I think going to keep damaging these companies uh, that's at least my hope i hope so too i really hope so too um did did everybody did everybody see uh jones versus rubio should i play that clips for or? Mm, i can't remember if it was just visually funny or yeah yeah i think that was a good audio clip. that one would work all right it's short i got i got uh, about, i would about uh, uh let's not oh. let's not I, can I request that you don't play it, or if you want to play it, uh, mute me on this end because sometimes they will yank channels that play Alex Jones. Oh yeah, okay. I'll just link it on the show page. Um, I don't have a way to mute you out. I think it would go through regardless okay. of what I did. But um, yeah, it's it's a short clip. Everybody can check it out. I'm assuming that most of our listeners are probably already aware of it. Uh, it was pretty funny though. Uh, Got a. I got a good laugh out of it, regardless of what I think of Jones. And uh, there's also another clip that I have of him kind of talking about this, so um, his response to being banned by Twitter. I'll put that on the show page. Also, for any new listeners, we put a lot of reference links out on the Boiler Room show pages uh, that usually come out within an hour or two after the live show. So do always check back uh, for those show pages if you want to check the reference links. Go ahead. That's fascism, guys. They actually succeeded in programming us that we can't play clip right now because it's going to hurt, you know, yeah. people. Well, you guys can play it. Oh, no, no, no. I agree, man. I'm just saying how they succeeded in, 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 in cornering everyone into this position <laughs> where especially people that depend on it for living, you know, mm-hmm. and they come and attack them, and that's how they just put this censorship platform. Right. right. Well, that's been a recurring theme for us, Jay, going back a long time now, is uh, they're going to eventually use these things to hit everybody in the wallet, and that's exactly what Infidel's pointing out here, and it, it, he's right in a sense. It has worked. And, I mean, you know, there's there's all these alternative platforms that people can go to, but they're, they don't have the infrastructure. They don't have the audience. You know, you don't get the same engagement. 
you don't have the opportunities to monetize if you are getting a lot of engagement it's uh right. it's a real shit show right now out there in the socials it is and it's that type of thing too i think like um let's say an oil company something that's big and established you know if if everybody on this call right now said you know hey let's get some uh geological researching gear and a couple of geologists and scientists on our side and we're going to just go start a new a new damn oil company you know off the coast of guatemala or something like that and we'll go offshore drilling and we'll we'll all be billionaires uh yeah right that industry is completely fenced off and and you know what media and big tech is fastly approaching that sort of level to where you know you got to like out of the master to get in on it from the ground up or something like that and that's that's what to me that's what they're fighting up against on one hand on one hand they want control and then on the other they don't want to give it up it it, it is what it is it's a big ass fucking monopoly ching swear jar night and and it's and it's one of many things that you know people in high places want to fence off from everybody else and it's the it's the same with this text if if they're if we're heard and and they're not that's bad for them so they need they need their willing people and the corporate media and everywhere else and their little reporters everywhere running around writing their little hit pieces and writing their little spin doing fine making a nice living however they're making it with all the just massive amounts of money that they get from advertising and sort of rigging the game, um, and and it's tough to break in. It, it's tough to break in. I think everybody on this call sees that and and, and knows it, um, and that's why we need your support. And when I say we, I mean I mean Jay, I mean Patrick, I mean you guys at uh, you know ACR proper Hesher and Spore and and Badger and everyone. Um. So there it is. Yeah. Yeah, and listen to uh, Dorsey's tweet. Here's a couple comments he made back on the 7th of August. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Which was, I believe, the last time that Jones got a... Uh, Seven-day ban. Seven-day ban. Uh, he said, Truth is, we've been terrible at explaining our decisions in the past. We're fixing that. We're going to hold Jones to the same standard we hold to every account, not taking one-off actions to make us feel good in the short term and adding fuel to new conspiracy theories. He went on to say in another comment on that string, if we succumb and simply react to outside pressure rather than straightforward principles we enforce and evolve impartially, Regardless of political viewpoints, we become a service that's constructed by our personal views that can swing in any direction. That's not us. Wow, that's great lip service there at Jack, but uh, I don't think that's really the way. I mean, if you believe his comment there, that second comment, uh, you're missing out on something. Um, Because, I mean, since when is slinging insults not allowed on Twitter. It I seems to me that's what Twitter was for. Yeah, that's what everybody's doing on Twitter and on YouTube. I mean, it's like what, 70% insults? Yes. 30% Remember remember the Sarah Young or whatever her name is, the New York Times girl who all her stuff is still up. She was calling for genocide. Uh-huh. Right. White. Yeah, and is that rem- Sorry. Uh, remember uh, Twitter's own employees calling uh, people like us shitty people. Yeah. So and don't they don't they re, re, um, don't they ban or censor or block for a certain amount of times stuff that people said in the past? Yeah. Well, yeah. Hillary Clinton called black people black males, um, you know, of like teenage to middle age male age range super predators. They need to be brought to heel. Yep. She said it. I didn't say it. And that ain't even out of context. Eh? That could get looked up and played, you know, right now, right now, place Boeing style uh, on the music or, or or her her clip of that. The kinds of kids that are called super predators, we have to bring them to heel. Super predators. No conscience, no empathy. Super predators. It's all over. It, and and I guess that's, that's my point. And that anybody's got to put up with that crap. And I, I feel for, I feel for you, Jay. And, and, and dude, I want your, I want the best for your uh, new website. I was just looking at it. It looks fantastic, by the way. Sort of a, a clean new look, but in all that, but, um, mm-hmm. you, you got it. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're all preaching to ourselves, I guess, really, in, in some way, and, and it's got to be, you know, spoken about. But it's, it's a bunch of bullshit. Well, and here's. Here's the thing: what this all boils down to, this is, this is banning freedom of speech. I mean, this is one of our rights, at least in the United States, through the Constitution, is that we're supposed to have the freedom of speech. And you know, a lot of people in our chat are sitting here saying, "Well, you guys shouldn't be on social media. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't be on Facebook. You shouldn't be on Twitter, anyways." Well, guess what? This is the largest. These these two platforms are the largest ways to get information out whether it be you know spreading the information from our shows or or you know from 
from any of our work that we have out there. These are the two main ways of getting information out at this point. And what they're doing is they're choosing who is allowed to spread information and who is not. Yeah, I mean, trust me, I'd rather not be on them. I'd rather be out, you know, riding a bicycle or going for a hike or, you know, doing something that's not so toxic. But uh, part of the deal well, with doing Boiler Room is we have to keep our eye on the social media zeitgeist, on the mainstream media zeitgeist. And, I mean, what what else am I to do? Am I supposed to go down to the local grocery store and... Start and, handing out paper flyers. Yeah, go back to the days of, like, showing up with uh, DVD-Rs of, like, movies on them and hand them out. I mean, what's... What, what do we do here? Do we have to bullhorn? Well, and the other thing is, I mean, there's all these other types of social media sites that are popping up, but there's so many that, you know, it's like I joined, I think I've joined three and I have like, I don't know anybody in these things, you know, like there's like no followers. It's just, it's really hard to move from the one that has the most traffic, you know, to just some, you know, a, a new site that has nobody on it. It just doesn't get the information out. Yeah, and what what'll ha- what seems to be happening a little bit is certain types of people are leaving the platforms, and in that group of multiple types of people that are leaving it, a lot of it is the person that went out and burnt their Nikes this last week, and and they're the ones going to these other site alternative sites in there and it's like a site for super duper america bomb syria whatever which you you get what i'm saying i'm probably not putting it the best but there's like it's like we're watching a dividing and hegelian thing in front of our uh in front of our our face so the old divide and conquer thing i mean not the hegelian deal um divide and conquer in front of our face where it's literally team red team blue down to what platform you're going to use if if something takes off, it's going to be a Team Red freaking Infowars.com freaking social network or some shit like that. I mean, I just want a damn social network out there if, if I'm to ever go on one or whatever. Or a lot of people, I'm sure, would feel the same. Something that's just there. It's just there. That's it. Yeah, one that doesn't have to have – one that says in its terms of services – Hey, say whatever you want on here. Just don't break the law. You know, don't break written laws. Don't threaten people. Don't incite violence. And other than that, you know, enjoy the platform. I mean, that it would bring a platform a lot of happy customers, I think. I mean, uh, otherwise it just turns into utter garbage. And um, I mean, like, okay, like, like. It's a valid comment. I understand why people are saying that, Spore. I mean, I felt that way back in 2012, and I did uproot a lot of my social medias, my personal social medias, because I didn't want them anymore. I didn't like what they were doing. I didn't like being involved in it. I didn't like the the arguing with you know shit heels I went to high school with that I'm not you know that don't keep in contact with me at all. That kind of thing, you know, seeing people you know share pictures of their food all day and. And that kind of garbage. But then, like, you look at a pro, look at a platform like Gab. Okay, so everybody, a lot of people say, you know, screw Twitter, let's go to Gab. And Gab's around for, what, a year, year and a half? I don't know how long it's been around. But, I mean, it became a thing back uh, when Adpocalypse started to happen late last year, last fall. 
And it rolled along, and there's not a whole lot of people on it. Um, hello to our Gab followers if you're out there. Sorry I'm not posting on it. Maybe I will eventually. Um, we have all these things, but we don't have the bandwidth to interact with them all. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's a huge time suck. With, we, we can't even we're not keep good up at with Twitter. Facebook, yeah, we're not know? good at Facebook and Twitter at this point. Um, you know, so it's and a lot of these people that are good on it are doing it. You know, are are working this kind of stuff full time. They're working media full time, and or if they're successful enough, they got somebody to do it for them. Or if they have backing. They've got a social media manager who is doing all of their posts for them on behalf of them. But getting back to Gab, Gab got threatened by Microsoft to be shut down. So, okay, here you've got this platform. They build it. You know, they build their field of dreams where people are going to be able to say whatever they want. And then a bunch of alt-right people go there and all of a sudden, you know, all the mainstream and and Twitter sphere and everybody's calling it a Nazi platform because – you know, alt-right's hanging out there. But and whatever, you know, I think that's a little much to call the whole platform that because certain groups of people have exited and gone there. But, I mean, set that aside. And Microsoft comes after Gab just recently, and they said, hey, uh, we're going to close your um, Azure account. I believe Azure is their cloud uh, services. I might be off on this. Uh, it's something like that, though. It's part of their infrastructure for that platform. Micro- you know what I mean? Like They have to pay Microsoft to be able to provide the service to build the Gab platform. And Microsoft- but, but either way, they were, they were jumping in and, and muscling them over, the, over, over it. Over one user's tweet. One user made some sort of anti-Semitic tweet or something on their entire platform, and Microsoft says, hey, uh, we're gonna we're gonna kill your account. So, so wait, wait. They said they were gonna take away from their Azure. Yeah, which which kills the entire platform because well, it takes away their whole directory of users. Whatever that is, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they use that as their single sign-on, whatever mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I mean, it could be their cloud storage. It could be their single sign-on. It could be their their hosting. I mean, there's so many different routes that. Um, these Silicon Valley companies can take to to take out even these um, you know these these side areas these little you know alternative platforms. So even if you do have the bandwidth to manage so many platforms, so many social media platforms, all of them are equally vulnerable. Uh, even if they have good CEOs, you know, good good startups, whatever, um, you know, people on their board that respect free speech uh they they can still get taken out by silicon valley and the only way to get around that is to be as big as silicon valley and have giant data centers have your own cloud services host your own single sign-ons etc etc and that's honestly i i think fcc needs to be get involved in this these guys need to be broken up i think it's it's just you know, like all those like hypocrite liberals that were crying about net neutrality and all this bullshit. You know, this and this is the really real net neutrality issue. You know, and the issue is you have those two, three, corp- three corporations, and that have so much data and so much influence in their hand that they are able to sway elections. They are able to create. Uh, uh, revolutions, you know, uh, it it was proven that 
uh, Google was one of the factors that helped in the Arab Spring by posting certain articles and, you know, uh, Facebook as well. Uh, and then, so you have those, like, giant corporations that is able to control everything because they are controlling the data and they are controlling what you can reach because people are used to data now. Everyone is used to have the data in front of them and you're going to accept the data as it comes to you. So once they start manipulating this data, they're completely brainwashing you with whatever they are presenting for you. Absolutely. Um, and I think that I, I, I hate to say this, but I think the FCC and the government need to start getting involved and break those guys up. That would be nice to see. Yeah, but the government funded a lot of these people. You know, uh-huh. they, they got involved in funding them, and now they've got them coming before congressional committees and making deals with the government, uh, the intelligence agencies. No, were, were, no, no, Hesher, no. <laughs> these are private companies. These are private companies. They should be able to do what they want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they, uh, Jay's pointed out uh, and everything. It's um, they're basically extensions of the swamp. That's what they are. They're extensions of the the swamp or deep state or whatever you want to call it. Uh, all the above. And I agree, though. I mean, that's what that's what it would take to stop them. They're just like a baby with a lightsaber now. They're just running around unchecked, just swinging at everything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the government's got them right where they want them. They're right where they placed them. You know? Right where they knew they were going to be. Where they're most effective. Yeah, they're pulling some serious punches here, and it's getting really scary. I mean, this is becoming a... You know, this is not this is not the land of the free anymore. Yeah. I mean, this is... You know, we've... The internet has opened up a world to... to these past few generations that was not there in the early 90s and this is they're pulling some punches that are you know taking people's rights to speak freely about their thoughts away from them and taking their rights for viability of you know making an earning by by pushing their creativity out and their information that's the thing that really pisses me off, you know. I mean, if you look at the very popular YouTube channels, they're they're all uppity and blah blah blah. You know, everybody's uh, so up about cre- being a creator, being creative. This, you're a builder, you're a creator. Blah blah blah. We love you. You're so cool. If you think our way, unless you want to be one of those conspiracy guys or one of those right right guys or gals or a Second Amendment guy or gal. I mean. Well, there's this whole list of things where you just are not going to be financially viable. Like the uh, the, the gun tubers, you know, the, the people on YouTube that, that do gun reviews, gun channels, you know. I mean, look at like Headshot or Hickok 45 or uh, any of the gun bunnies out there. Like they're all getting reamed as much as we are. Well, and here's a, a, just to topper that off, um, something that we've been noticing is that what they're doing with the media and Netflix shows and and other types of... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, media is they have started grouping uh, people that use guns with, you know, really right wing and then alt-right and then Nazis. So, so the people that are very anti-gun start thinking of anybody that's even slightly to the right of middle is a Nazi. Yeah, they make all these illogical leaps and associations based on nothing. Yeah, that there, there was specifically one scene in that Orange is the New Black show that I mentioned earlier where they had a girl who clearly said that I am, I'm a white nationalist and they had her grouped with a team of Nazis, skinhead Nazis. Right, and they bring and, they didn't have that in the show until the Trump era came along, too. Right, and one of the Nazi skinheads had a Confederate flag on her head. So how is she a Nazi? <laughs> I mean, it's just like it's like this really muddled point of view that that um, people that aren't in the middle or even slightly to the right or right at all think that anybody who is you know maybe a republican is is some sort of racist like trump as they call him yeah well it's a mess galen in our chat room says everybody needs to just get off social media i hear you but it's not going to happen. Everybody's not going to get off of it. Uh, Randy J got off. <laughs> he got off this one. He might get on another one, though. It's like a roller coaster ride for Randy J. He buys the ticket, he gets on, he goes through the ups, the downs, the corkscrews, vomits on the track, and then gets off. Goes get some cotton candy or whatever the hell, and then, uh, yeah, look for the next ride, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Right. Go ahead, Infidel Pharaoh. No, I was going to say, like, for those people that say get off social media, social media is what got Trump in office. Before social media and before this ways of communication, fake news had the whole field for themselves. YouTube, social media, and those platforms give voice for people with a different narrative. And that's, you know, what freaked out the fake news media and now they are pushing every one of those, you know, those uh, social medias to control the narrative again. So I'm against that anyone that say get off social media. That's a good counterpoint there, Infidel. Now, Jay Dyer, I mean, YouTube is 
has been a saving grace for a lot of people out there. Um, you know what I mean? Like I know a lot of people. I, I see a lot of the comments on your under your YouTube videos, and you know, uh, people learn a lot and they find like-minded people on YouTube. And I think that people like that have been what has made. <clears throat> and you know, YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world right now, next to Google. I mean, of course, Google owns it, but I mean. These are these are the type of things that have made these platforms so successful and so big. So, I mean, what do you think about that, man? Like, like aren't they sort of? Some people would say they're sort of killing the goose that laid the golden egg by uh, censoring people and deplatforming people who clearly bring in tons of views. I mean, look at RT for example; they have billions of views on YouTube. Yeah, and uh, uh, that's because it's not ultimately about the bottom line and making money. You would think that it would be advantageous to not implement policies that damage the bottom line, but, you know, it's not about that. It's about social engineering. It's about control, and it's not even ultimately about making money. So it's it's really that simple. There's not a whole lot of, of deep state labyrinths that we have to work through it's it's pretty clear it's all about everything that we've talked about for three years and it's the same when you're wondering about the netflix stuff why would they implement a crazy policy of not staring at somebody over five seconds that's exactly what's in 1984 um and they label anybody you know you have hate you have your hate speech you have all that it's all from that model of how to run the system combined with, of course, breaking the world. So I'm not going to rehash all that. We all know that. We've talked about it a hundred times, but uh, yeah, it's all here. It's all rolling out everything we talked about. I don't, I mean, I don't know what else to say. I'm, I need to get some coffee, actually. I'm kind of like, I'm zoning out at all these weird gifts that I'm putting up, and it's kind of putting me in a trance. People are saying it's MK Ultra that I'm doing running on people <laughs> because there's, there's three John McCain heads licking each other. Which is certainly out of MK Ultra, if anything. <laughs> All right, Jay, totally understand. Go, uh, go, caffeine up, man. Feel free to step away if you need to. And uh, did you have any super chats come through, or just feel free to break in if you have any? We do, we do, uh, we do. So we have a ginger sensation who sends uh, ten reverse calligraphy dollars. I guess that's pound. Watch the nine eleven. <laughs> alchemy documentary wolf clan media it's a mind-blowing movie I'm not familiar with that we watched it the other night actually yeah good one okay uh franklin chan 1499 thank you very much franklin thanks for the boiler room crew as always it's a pleasure to tune in thank you franklin we're glad that you're here absolutely thank you franklin big ups to franklin man that's right <laughs> Yeah, uh, we we did. Spore and I checked out uh, 9-11 Alchemy the other night. It's yeah. cool. Uh, I met Christian, the gentleman who uh, who made the movie, over on uh, the Type 1 Radio Lounge a week or two ago. I put a link to that on last week's show page, so go check out type1radio.com or check out last week's Boiler Room post, episode 179 at alternatecurrentradio.com. Look in the reference links. You'll find a link to that documentary. It's uh, very good. A lot of dots connected. A lot of things to think about uh, as we are 
we are approaching the was it 16th anniversary of 9/11 uh, before the next boiler room that's that'll happen 17 mm, yeah yeah sorry 17th time flies Jay might have Jay might have stepped out but um I got a movie recommendation I'm just gonna throw out there for anyone with uh the durability and staying power to watch a black and white movie from the 20s 1927 it's a movie called metropolis um and it's this super techno futuristic world and it's got a lot of um probably like occult or alchemical stuff going on yeah, and it is yes, well. Metropolis, Metropolis is covered in the new Jason Ellis's book, Acid Dark Hollywood 2. There nice. you go. There you go. Have, haven't read it, haven't collaborated with, with Jay, but okay, there you go. It's a, I, I would recommend everyone see it because I know a lot of people reading, you know, some of the thicker um, works out there. Just maybe people can't get around to it. But if you watch this movie, if, th- if that's you, then if you watch this movie Metropolis, um, I think you'll get some of the same tone and atmospherics and, and visuals. And the thing that I want to point out is that the movie's made in 1927. And in a lot of ways, I think it's um, showing um, a lot of the the things that we're talking about right now today of um, – you know, a control grid, people in ivory towers or whatever, and then just the the workers out there, how they're just fodder. Uh, um, and, I mean, it has an AI element to it, and we're talking about a, a black and white film. So this, these thoughts have been in there. They're in all the, the works that, that Jay references, and if someone hasn't seen the movie, um, I know it's a little tough on the modern sensibilities and attention spans, but you know, slug some coffee, uh, get get some quiet moments, and, and watch this flick. And I think I think you'd be blown away um, if if you haven't seen it before. Yeah, they have a uh, a Metropolis poster framed on the wall at our local movie theater. I always think back to our previous conversation about that film we had on one of our movie nights sometimes boiler room just turns into movie night we talk about <laughs> movies all night i always enjoy those those particular uh shows but uh not super long ago we had a discussion about metropolis and uh i also realized that uh queen's uh song radio gaga is uh is based the video the music video for that song is based on metropolis and it has a bunch of licensed moments scenes from metropolis in it and they sort of recreate the aesthetic there for for the band in that video um so a little bit of metropolis trivia for you there but a good shout out there randy J for sure it's uh it's definitely something that i think our hardcore audience would be interested in if if any of them haven't seen it i bet a lot of them already have it looks like that in the chats both of them actually i've been sort of eyeballing them <laughs> yeah it looks like there's a few people but i mean there's probably those that haven't and and i think um for newer listeners too this stuff didn't happen you know since donald trump became president or or you know since uh 9-11 these overall sort of control grid manipulation of the masses thing is it, it's been on there probably 
you know, I'm, I'm quite sure well before even the movie Metropolis was, was made. And, but it just shows people that, uh, that this stuff isn't, this isn't new. Yeah. There's no doubt about that, man. Yep. Know your HG Wells, know your Huxley, you know, movies like Metropolis. I mean, it's not new. It is not new. It goes way back. We're going way back here. There we go. Somebody just dropped it in the ACR chat there. I don't know if it's the whole movie because if I click on it, everybody's going to hear it. But uh, there it is over in the chat room at alternatecurrentradio.com forward slash chat. If you're out there listening on Spreaker, come on down to the chat room. you got two chats to choose from. you got, of course, the alternatecurrentradio.com chat and the Jay Dyer chat Apparently. over at YouTube if you want to join the nerds. Looks well, like that movie movies. might get that movie might get banned. It's totally whitewashed. I, I, I think that there's like just solid white people in that movie. Uh, so I, you know, there is that. Yeah, no doubt. It might be one of those moving targets. A lot of things on YouTube are uh, ephemeral these days. They don't stick around very long because the bots are removing them, and they're now posting. Ministry of Truth ribbons underneath them and warnings above them. Warning, do you want to proceed? This may be a conspiracy video. Mm-hmm. YouTube is really uh, going for it with uh, their little extra bells and whistles there, you know, on top of their algorithms now. It's like they'll leave stuff in there. When we had the conversation about the moon landing stuff, all of the reference links I picked had. Uh, mandatory links to Wikipedia and notifications, you know, saying this might not be a trusted video, stuff like that. It's getting annoying. It's, it's like taking up my screen real estate. I am picky about my screen real estate, and I don't like Silicon Valley plopping stuff, choosing where I'm going to get, you know, these these bogus warnings, you know. If I'm dumb enough to get duped, let me be dumb enough to get duped. Right? We need the we need the we need the state or their extensions of them in Silicon Valley, their 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 friends to uh tell us what what we can watch or see. I mean, it's really it's really sad. And the only thing sadder is there's people cheerleading it. Like, yay, shut so-and-so down and yay i mean that's that's bad news man it's bad news it's bad news bears dude that's very bad (laughs) all right uh let's see what do you guys want to talk about next does anybody have any hot items they want to throw into the mosh pit here i just have one little follow-up here we've got this conversation going on in our chat about dr judy woods and we have Per usual, a few people saying, oh, those buildings were blue, they blew up, and she was talking about something weird, and of course, the people that are saying this stuff have never read her book. So, this seems to be like a continued thing. Please don't, don't talk about Dr. Judy Wood until you read her book, and you know the information that's in that book. Oh, well, yeah, that's a, uh, that's a years old thing right there. So, you know, you're always going to see that anytime her name comes up. That's fine. That's fine. Um, <clears throat> you know, her website was down when I looked last night. I was wondering if she got deplatformed. We'll have to check and find out. Yeah. Always got to have the the, uh, the ye old debunker. That, oh, I know better. I know better. 9-11 truth. 
Yeah, okay. Don't get me started. I don't think I want to go there this year. I'm I'm kind of sick of it. You know, I thought about doing, maybe I will later. I don't know. I thought about doing something 9-11 related. We did that last year or the year before, and we had a really good show. I thought that was a, a really, a pretty decent show, a decent boiler room there we did. I think that was on the 15th anniversary. I don't know. Time flies, and uh, as Daniel Spaulding said to me the other day, I'm afraid... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's a dead issue, and uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like that per se. But I think he's got a point in that a lot of people just don't give a fuck, uh, you know. Regardless of the the you know who, what, when, where, why, how, um, the overarching problem that we've been lied to and lied to big time. And that governments and intelligence agencies and mainstream media all colluded to perpetrate this lie. And so-called alternative media, fake alternative media, have been involved in perpetuating the lie. Whatever. Uh, that, that should be a big deal. But here we are all these years later, and we're talking about people burning their Nikes over some sports ball bullshit. Yeah, I, I. So you know that's what's more important to people. So I understand why Daniel said what he did. It's it's not a wrong observation when when you look into the the crystal ball of social media. Well, I don't give a. I don't care about anybody's Nikes. I don't care <laughs> about advertisements for Nikes. What I do care about is what has been perpetrated upon us, which is a bunch of false flags over the last seventeen years including 9-11, and I don't think it's a dead issue. This keeps happening, and unless we acknowledge that as a general public and keep talking about it, it's going to keep happening. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, I talked to another listener the other night, and he said, you know, it's just there's so much disinformation and mud in the water, you know. And, yeah, I totally I resonate with that. I, I agree with that. It's uh, It's... It's a quagmire. It is a serious fucking quagmire. But, yeah. Let's move on. Let's talk about Nikes. Since we're complaining about how nobody cares about the big issue, shall we talk about the topical one? I don't know. Sure, yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Everybody burning their Nikes. I want to hear from Infidel Pharaoh first on this, because you've mentioned something about this that stuck in my mind when I saw... Everybody in the social media feeds making spectacles of themselves, cutting off their Nike logos and 
putting uh, lighter fluid on their their running shoes and saying you know america i support the military etc etc f you nike and if if anyone out there is listening and they don't know the background on this in short uh there's probably not very many of you but uh in short uh this sports ball player has been one of the guys that was doing the the take a knee thing during the national anthem in football uh basically on behalf of the Black Lives Matter movement, and it has been an ongoing kerfuffle amongst the red v. blue politickers. So what did you, th- what did you make of this one, Infidel? Uh, honestly, I just didn't give a crap about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I give very, very little crap about it myself. You know, like, people just get into this whole, like, boy crap. So, like, two days ago, not two days, about a week ago, like, the liberals got into, like, boycotting In-N-Out Burger because they donated money to the GOP. Mm-hmm. And then, the basically, the, uh, you know, all the right wing, like, attacked them, you know. And now they went out and bought uh, burgers. Yeah, and everyone went out and bought burgers. Now, basically, Nike came out with this Kaepernick crap, and now the right say boycott Nike, and it just—I think it's just childish games, you know. To be honest. Yeah, you know, if you're burning your Nikes, you're—I gotta say—the the left is correct in pointing out that. You're acting like a snowflake now. You're acting like what you've been calling them for a long time now. And that was what you had said in a previous show, Infidel, that kind of rang in my ears when I saw this topic hit. Uh, You mentioned that, you know, hey, people on on the right and the left are... You know, going into meltdown over stuff that uh, you know they're supposed to melt down over. You know, they're they're being programmed to melt down over this stuff. So uh, yeah, how about we do you donate your Nikes to like some fucking homeless person in the street instead of you burning them, you moron? Yeah, maybe a veteran. You know, you go to go to your local VA yeah. and drop them off. <coughs> You know, you want to you you want to virtue signal how much you support the military and the government and the flag and all that, and you're gonna just burn your overpriced crappy shoes in the first place. I mean, I don't know. This whole like brand loyalty thing, I think, just in general, is a pretty big sham. Just generally speaking, I mean, you know, unless it's like. You know, I, I can understand the made in America thing. You know, I can understand looking for 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 manufacturers and brands that do fit into um, you know what you would like to see. You know, small businesses, whatever, non corporate businesses. But this like brand loyalty over you know Nike, Toyota, Coors, Budweiser, NFL, uh, you know, whatever. It's it's just ridiculous. Absolutely, I agree. It's it's just part of this, you know, this whole shallow, like, virtue. Like, everyone just to be virtuous and, like, very shallow mean. But I agree with you about the Made in America thing. You know, I, I made the conscious effort, you know, 
to look for things that are made in America. From number one, because it's better quality than the crap that we buy that made in China. Uh, second, I, I, you know, I, if I can support a business in here and I pay a little bit more, you know, or, or even just a bit more and it's something that will stay longer, I will go for it, you know. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I bought... Uh Last time I bought clothes was like four or five years ago. I bought all my clothes from a company that makes their stuff here in the United States. And what do you know? I haven't had to replace any of it. Whereas if you shop at you know Costco or Kmart or Target or Ross or whatever, uh, you can expect your clothes to degenerate in you know six to twelve months. Same with freaking Nikes, Asics, Adidas, any of these shoes by any of these big companies. They all have planned obsolescence built into the product so that you will need a new pair within a certain matter of miles walked or time spent. Uh, and it's not very long, you know, especially if you're a runner. If you're a runner, <laughs> you better buy two pairs every yeah. time you buy them, and you'll probably be buying them every six months. You know who are the worst? The people that go and buy, like, a Make, an Amer- Make America Great Again hat and go buy the Chinese version because it's $10 cheaper. I'm like (laughs) (laughs) poser Uh, posers total posers man yeah you know and if you want to be mad at something that's going on in the sports ball realm you know maybe you should look a little deeper and and ask yourself well why is it that the military industrial complex has carte blanche to spread propaganda during your sports games you know i mean there's nothing wrong with supporting the military i think all of us know people or have friends or family or relatives who have served in the military and it nothing against any of them but the fact of the matter is that our military industrial complex has been doing shady shit for a long, long time, a long time, and it is intimately involved in a lot of death, a lot of death, you know. We can take that back to 9-11 to kind of come full circle here. We've had a 17-year-long occupation in Afghanistan that has gotten us nothing, gotten, gotten us nowhere. The entirety yeah. of the Middle East is fucked up because of what the military-industrial complex has done, because of the propaganda that has been spun, because of the lies coming out of there. So, I mean, it's, it's, not, um, it's not like this military propaganda is long-seated in the NFL. It's, it's a relatively new aspect of the sport, and it's like people just forget that, you know, mm-hmm. 15 years ago it wasn't that way. But what does it mean support the military? Because it's one of the things that I, you know, I personally like. <clears throat> so, do you support anything that your military does, even if they go invade the country? Do you support the soldiers that just has no say in what order he needs to follow and he can just, you know, go somewhere and invade a, a country that did nothing to us? Like, what? How can you blindly support the military? Like, you know, it's that's a tough something. That's a tough yeah. question, infidel. You know, I mean, and it is the question. And a lot of 
Patriots and forgive me if the you know you're out there and you call yourself a patriot and you support everything that the military does no matter what um i think that what infidel is saying is a good argument there that that sort of mindset is incomplete it's it's blinded it's got blinders on it's not looking to the left or to the right it's just looking toward that moral high ground of supporting absolutely blindly the military the military industrial complex the government whatever and sorry i want to interject real quickly here and say a lot of people that have this sort of mindset are people that really do you know they have love for the people in our military which you know i think i don't think anybody is against these individuals that are you know working in our military because where their heart is and what they think that they're fighting for is our freedom and that's what people have been told our entire lives our parents our grandparents these people are real patriots and they're going out and fighting for our freedom but they don't know what they're actually being used for and it's easier to say hey you know my cousin brad has gone off to afghanistan to protect my freedom when he's out there you know looking over opium fields or heroin fields opium poppies for our military industrial complexes and our our cia and our our prison industrial complex i mean it just goes on and on and on but yeah i mean that's a good point spore and that was you know that's why it's hard for quote unquote patriots to to take a comment like like infidel just made and and look at it you know it's like no you know no man i i know someone who died you know and that sucks i think a lot of us americans do you know know people that went to foreign soil and died um but i tell you what it wasn't afghanistan that brought those two towers down you know, we can sit here and argue all day about who's right and who's a psyop, blah blah blah, but I think we can all agree that Afghanistan didn't do it. These dudes with box cutters no, didn't do it. That's canceled. I have somebody in the chat saying that it wasn't planes, it was drones. Whatever, you know? <laughs> I mean, which, I mean, you know, it's like. Just it wasn't Bin Laden it. flying a drone from a fucking cave in Afghanistan. I, let's. Look, we could probably all agree on that. Hitting a building, is it going to make the building fall down in a quicker rate than a cue ball? No, you, you, you see, I, I got you guys on this one. It was Saddam Hussein and the weapons of mass destruction that brought the two towers down. Oh. Twin tower. That's what, yeah, yeah. Right. Jeez. No, you're right. None of that, none of that. The conspiracy theory, the official line, and everything in between, none of that adds up to why any of it happened, both of those wars, Afghanistan and and Iraq. And guess who gave the false, one of the false uh, weapon mass destruction? Robert Uh, Mueller! Yes! (laughs) That was why I voted for Mueller. I'm, I'm shocked he only came in third, but I mean, that was a tough competition. That was a tough poll. We could have uh, we could have really made a big satire out of that one if we wanted to, Randy. Yeah, my my deal with the Nike thing is 
I I look at the protest, the kneeling down and and well, during the, the national anthem and all that. And I just, to me, personally, uh, I could disagree with everybody. I could be, you know, the, the last person standing on, you know, the mountaintop believing the way I believe. But, okay, so then that'll be me. But I got problems with the guy kneeling, personally. Because, to me, he's trying to bring attention to something. And if that's his job, there's a lot of people out there that think he did great, even if he misdirected his attention towards something else. And that doesn't work with me because I I don't need tricks and magic and, and light shows or something. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Outrageous to draw my attention to a problem. Okay, so what's the problem? You have um, police brutality out there. You got people shooting, you know, people... Um, for no reasons or getting a little trigger jumpy and this, that, and the other. There's bad cops out there, just like there's bad people in um, in cubicles and in in, a, in offices somewhere. You know, stealing money, uh, a fraction of a penny at a time, or or someone authorizing a a drone strike, but they're wearing a, a tie and in a suit to work. So you got you got bad people, and you got bad people in the police force, and you got you know, predominantly African-Americans and, and a lot of Hispanics and, and everything like that, um, along with everybody else, but proportionately, a lot of them dying needlessly, needlessly. Okay, I'm, I'm with that. I'm on, I'm on board. But to me, this Kaepernick douchebag kneeling during the, the national anthem is sort of like out of touch and, and he's out to lunch. Because, again, this is me talking. I might be the only one with this opinion, and everybody can hate me for it, but it's my opinion. Um, I, I don't. I don't need to be, you know, liked by by the crowd. He, when he's doing that, to me, anyways, and to a lot of people I know, you're disrespecting a lot of blacks, African Americans, Asian, Native Americans, whatever, all kinds of Americans that went somewhere, and got blown up 
or shot in the head or whatever. Now you could break that down further. What reasons did they go over there for? Are are they are they ignorant? Are they signing up signing up the to the you know kill people or are they like what four was alluding to earlier? Someone who's going there thinking they're doing the right thing, drinking the American dream Kool Aid, fight for right and justice and 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 freedom and all that other stuff. Okay, maybe there needs to be you know that that's a different discussion. But to me, it's like the gun thing, the the gun argument. A gun never shot everybody anybody in the head. Okay, the national anthem and 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 uh, the american flag and the constitution of the united states and all that never those items never oppressed anybody now a bunch of jackasses in power that abused their authority with the flag behind them and the national anthem playing and all this other stuff have done abuses of powers sent people to the war for the wrong reasons and etc etc those things never did anything to anybody. In fact, when you look at the world, it's why I imagine someone like Infidel came to the United States. Uh, when you look at the world, it's not so bad here compared to other places. So, and, and those are the documents and the ideals that set everything up ideologically the way they are. So when you're kneeling toward, towards that and people who maybe unknowingly or doing the wrong things from the people in power, but for the right reasons, Kaepernick could eat a dick, as far as I'm concerned. Because th that has nothing to do with what he's protesting. In fact, it's, it's I would argue, and we see it all around, is it's making some people pissed off, and it's not doing anything. It's dividing. So to me, he's a prick, and, and Nike's assholes. I'm not going to go burn my shoes. I'm just never going to buy Nikes again. That yeah, that's that's me. That's I, me. So I, I I agree with you, Randy J. Right there on the I, I myself don't agree on the whole kneeling thing. <clears throat> and uh, the reason is I don't look at it as you know the honoring of the falling. Um, I look at it more of um, there's so much that this country represent uh, that when those assholes don't realize. Uh, what they have here, um, and as you mentioned, like some of these founding documents and the foundation of this country, um, and what it allowed them to be, um, I think disrespecting this uh, is what gets to me from this whole kneeling, uh, you know, uh, uh, to the to the anthem, and I absolutely I absolutely don't agree with it, but also. I do not want to take the whole national anthem and just tie it to those who died in the military. I think it's way bigger than this. Yes, I, I appreciate everyone that died, you know, gave their life um, defending this country. Uh, but at the same time, the national anthem represents more than that. Uh, and I think, uh, uh, you know... Uh, I'm, I'm absolutely against, you know, the whole kneeling thing myself. Good points, gentlemen. Um, I would also like to add in that this is a Black Lives Matter thing. And if you're out there thinking that Black Lives Matter 
is a grassroots organization. It's not. It is absolutely not. Go back and listen to Boiler Room number 66, uh, July of 2016. Over $33 million invested into Black Lives Matter. Google, hey, what do you know? We were just ripping on them uh, moments ago on the show as we came into the show. Google gave this organization $2.35 million in grants. The Moore Foundation kicked in a lot of money. The Open Society, oh, the Open Society kicked in money. The uh, DA Democracy Alliance. Uh, Tom Steyer, hedge fund billionaire, seventy-four million. Paul Eggerman. Uh, donors were meeting behind closed doors to discuss funding for over half a billion dollars put into these groups like Black Lives Matter, like Youth Project 100, like, <laughs> like uh, Center for Popular Democracy, and the Black Civic Engagement Fund. So, uh, and that was as of two years ago, over two years ago. So, uh, you know, look into some of these places that I just mentioned and see if what else they do with their money um, you know, ask yourself the hard question. Are these agencies, you know, is Tom Steyer or Paul Eggerman or the Open Society, are they really about fairness and the moral high ground? Is that what these organizations do with their money? I would say no. And it's not going to take you a whole lot of digging to find that out there. So, uh, you know... And then, of course, there's, uh, on the other side, there are people saying, pointing out, uh, righteously, show, righteously so, that um, the people that make Nike shoes are getting 20 cents an hour, and Kaepernick is getting multiple millions for having his picture taken, and having a swoosh and some text put on top of it. So there's that. I don't know what else to say about it. Jay, you want to jump in on this one at all, or is it just a nasty tar baby? Yeah, I don't. I don't have any opinion on any of that. I, don't, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, they're made by they're made in sweatshops, so what a bunch of nonsense! It is, man. I totally agree. If you want to buy yourself a nice pair of footwear, you want to tell all these companies to just fuck right off, like you should. Um, get yourself some White's boots. They've been making boots in Washington State for over like a hundred years now, and they actually like cobble them together. You know what I mean? Like they they take measurements of both your feet and they custom make them for you. And if you ever wear out the sole, you send them back in, and they'll cobble on a new one for you. You can still get yourself really nice footwear in this country without having to engage in this kind of stupid brand loyalty identity politic bullshit sports ball related stuff that uh, none of us should have to care about red wings yeah that's another good one there's a number of them sadly these companies that are actually um making things in america still are they're they're just um they're dwindling out so you know if you want something that's actually made in america buy it now because it's probably not going to be around for long well maybe this maybe that's the that's the silver lining here you know maybe 
five people will get that message and they're not going to buy Nikes or Asics or any of these crap brands that are made by slave labor and made to, you know, fall apart within six months, <coughs> cause you foot problems and ankle problems back and problems. back problems and, you know, send you into the medical industrial complex so you can get mad at them too. Well, it's interesting because both of those issues, the, the sweatshop deal and and the outsourcing of uh, jobs overseas because the labor is cheaper, um, etc. In very recent memory, that used to be the exact thing that the so-called left in this, left in this country used to champion. I mean, literally... Um, in a decade, decade and a half or, or less, that's not even on their their radar anymore. It's yeah. it's all about it's all about uh, what Trump tweeted or what Mueller's going to get him on, uh, and it has nothing to do with these. Which and that's a bipartisan thing, um, a bipartisan sin, you might say. There's plenty of these left companies, right companies, center companies, diagonal companies, and everything else that are taking advantage of all that cheap labor uh, overseas. Um, and it's killing the mom and pops places. Oh, you know, hey, you know, you can't get anything worth, worth anything anymore. It's all made made in, in China like uh, uh, or Taiwan or what have you. And and, and Sport pointed out earlier, or no, Infidel Pharaoh, uh, you got your $10, you know, MAGA hat or whatever, um, but you're complaining about, and it's made in freaking Bangladesh or something and the same person's uh, complaining that there's no jobs in the United States and it's the, these companies laughing all the way to the bank and 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 that's sad because that used to be uh, a left issue now it's now it's a nobody issue and the left and right have been taking which we all know is really when it goes at the at the power structure level at the top, it's really two sides of the same coin, and and they've been taking advantage of uh, all of that, and that's why you know at least you know a, a lot of people probably voted Trump in so that they could break this overseas. Uh, what was it? Uh, the TTIP and the Atlantic Trade Agreement and all this other stuff that was um killing the the economy but no nah, it's because you know the russians hacked the election or i don't know so i yield <laughs> those pesky russians <laughs> yeah i know what you mean though man um this this whole moral high ground grandstanding is just i don't know maybe i'm just showing my age here but you know, I, I hearken back to like certain time periods in the 80s and early 90s when it was the neoconservatives that were like, you know, evangelicalizing everything and, and, you know, trying to take the moral high ground on everything. And now, we, you know, we've got the pendulum swung here and it's largely the left that is standing on the moral high ground and telling people you know what they can and can't say and how long they can look at them and how they can 
how we should all think it's okay that they can cry rape halfway through an orgy that they dropped ecstasy and then you know decided to go into uh you know what i mean it's like it's crazy and when you take that uber moral high ground position um you're just eventually going to look silly to much of the population you're not doing yourselves any favors out there by standing on that moral high ground in fact you're looking like the old version of the people that you now say you oppose Uh, which basically is the equivalent of hypocrites you know i mean yeah i i feel like i mean as i've i've been very open about the fact that i was born and raised very super liberal on the left in california and democrat episcopalian and everything that I thought that I was a part of this community for is the opposite now. I mean, I was a part of this because it was open-minded. I thought it was an open-minded type of people, and I thought it was anti-war. And what I'm actually finding out is that it's very closed-minded, very um, pro-war, if it's their war, you know? Um, as long as it has the moral high ground. Mm-hmm. It's not war, it's intervention. Right, right? and they're, they're super close-minded. They, they hate everybody that doesn't believe whatever they want to believe, and that's very close-minded. Yep, so there you go. There you have it. That's what's going on there with all that, everybody. You're listening to Boiler Room 180, live streaming at alternatecurrentradio.com. Once again, I'm your host, Hesher. That's my call sign over here in the alternate current radio boiler room. I'm joined tonight by Infidel Pharaoh, Randy J, Jay Dyer, and lovely Spore. Uh, Jay, what else do you got on your menu tonight, dude? You got any uh, any more Super Chats or anything in your notes that uh, you'd like to throw out to the audience? <clears throat> no, I'm too tired, but uh, I'll re- read the Super Chats. We have Jolene Claduris says for fourteen ninety nine. Thank you, Jay, the Boiler Room Circle, and everybody at ACR. I'm the non-tenure weirdo that recommends my students tune in. Well, we thank you, Jolene. Absolutely. We want your students tuning in. Love you, Jolene. And White Top <clears throat> for $2 says make Istanbul, Constantinople again. Well, yeah, especially now that the ecumenical patriarch served NATO. That's it. All right. All right. Excellent. Well, uh, I want to thank uh, the J. Dyer nerds out there on the YouTube live stream for hanging out with us tonight over here on the Boiler Room once again. Um, you know, I, I'm feeling a little wiped myself, Jay. Let's uh, let's go around the room, see if we forgot anything. Uh, oh, before we do that, if you're just joining us, jaysanalysis.com is back online. It is almost fully operational. We could go ahead and call it fully operational. Some back channel uh, archive stuff to be fixed yet, but you can get out there. You can subscribe. You can become a member. You can order Esoteric Hollywood. You'll probably be able to order the sequel very soon. So I uh, do recommend that all of the Boiler Room listeners get out there and do that. Show Jay some support for all the hard work that he does in general and all the hard work that he just had to do to resurrect the site after being schwacked out by some of these Soilicon Valley entities. That's Jay's word, by the way. Uh, so, yeah, get on out there and do that, everybody. We'd really appreciate that. Um, Jay's been a big supporter of Boiler Room and ACR uh, since its inception, and uh, we really hope that all of our listeners will get out there and support him 
in whatever ways that you can. And, of course, be sure and subscribe over there at the YouTube and uh, share. Share the stuff around. At the very least, share it on your socials. Unless you've had to mic drop yourself out of the socials, uh, our hats are off to you in that regard. Also, we don't hold it against you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Absolutely, Jay. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Randy, Jay, you got any uh, final thoughts or saved rounds for the boiler room tonight? No, I felt uh, a little bit more, I don't know, fired up than than usual. But uh, it's it's just mass stupidity out there. Uh, And for all those who who do listen and, and like, you know, tuning into this and tuning out to a lot of the garbage out there, you know, it's, um, it, it's a good thing, I guess, to have people that, that aren't owned by anything other than themselves, um, talking about the news and, and what's going on in this world without any sort of stake in it, except for just telling the truth. Who knew, who knew that just simply, Telling the truth and looking out for the person on the on their left and on their right um, would be such a uh, ordeal and endeavor, but so it is. It can land you right smack in the social rejects club. There's no kidding about that one. All right, Randy, definitely uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Always appreciate your input. Glad you were able to be here for this boiler room number one hundred and eighty. You bet. All right, and Infidel Pharaoh. Infidel Pharaoh, you got any safe thoughts, final rounds for the Boiler Room tonight? Well, I will add to what uh, Randy was saying, and, you know, I, again, I will urge people. I know most of our listeners are not this way, but, you know, whoever else is listening, um, like, don't don't fix yourself on teams and empty slogans and, you know, like, you know, just... And and think of more about always be flexible. So have principles and always think critical. And also at the same time, have flexibility to admit, you know, yes, my team is wrong sometime and, you know, and, and I'm wrong in this position and I can change my position. Uh, but this just blind faith and blind, like, belonging to a group and blind like label it's just just is not good for anyone and it's 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 just gonna make you dumb that that's all what it does so just think more critically and that's my two cent take for the end of the night it's good advice infidel definitely good advice uh you know i agree with you if if the Nike burners really love and support the enlisted and uncorrupted officers of the U.S. military, then they should wise up and drop the blind support because, you know, it's not like that. We have plenty of veterans. I hear from plenty of veterans who are listeners who know exactly what we're talking about, and they Many of them have changed their viewpoint to a much more nuanced and informed viewpoint about the context with which they joined up and the context with which they participated in a lot of things uh, in their military career. You know, a lot of them don't support some of the decisions and the corruptions that 
they have been, you know, uh, a part of. Be, you know, not that they themselves are, are corrupt or make the decisions, but by by, you know, by being in that military, um, you know, we've we've got problems. We've got problems in our politics. We've got problems in our our general core, and uh, you know, it's it's not as simple for for anyone. It's not simple enough for anyone to put the blinders on and just say America. You know, it doesn't work that way. Not at this point, at least. Not looking back. That's not the way it works. So, uh, okay. Excellent. Thank you, Infidel. And over to Lovely Spore. Lovely Spore, thank you for co-hosting once again. My pleasure. You were pushing like eight, nine seconds there with your looking at me. Ten. And <laughs> Eleven. Oh, my God. You're so creepy. I'm raising my eyebrows in a really creepy manner. <laughs> scary too i'm gonna make some hand signals now (laughs) (laughs) foul (laughs) no it was really really well put both i mean all you all y'all um appreciate the conversation tonight um sorry that that uh, people in our chat are feeling dense uh did we agitate the chat i haven't been able to keep an eye on it hi chat room sorry if you're agitated out there i know this is uh can be agitating uh you know topics but you're in the boiler room that's why we are the social rejects club we've been kicked out of the you know the thanksgiving day table we've been kicked out of school we've been deplatformed off of wordpress you know we've lost jobs we've lost jobs (laughs) literally there have been job losses opinions yeah sometimes it's not even the opinion it's just the fact that we bring it up and we won't take you know, one of the popular or or identity politic uh, Latin positions on it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. So social rejects club. Here we are. Love you guys. I love I love everybody on this call and all of our listeners. Everybody that spreads our information. The people that donate to uh, to what we do. We appreciate every one of you. And um, up and coming. I plan to. I'm going to say it out loud because I want it to happen and I want to make myself accountable. I am going to be doing a rap classics show for Anarchy with Spore this weekend. Okay, new mixtape. Everybody email Spore. If you don't see that come out on Saturday, she wants to be held accountable by you. So it's Spore at AlternateCurrentRadio.com. Yeah, if you have any... Say what, WTF, Whiskey Tango, Foxtrot, where is my rap classics edition? Or if you have something that stands (laughs) out in your mind is one of those songs that like that really sticks out as one of your favorite like first rap songs you ever heard, please feel free to email me. Um, and to also check out, you know, Primecast's new shows, his uh, Nostalgia. Yeah, for you hip-hop connoisseurs, we've up, uh, Prime is up to 12 episodes up there on uh, on the Spreaker page, and we're getting him all, all set with doing show posts. So his latest show is up in the main slider at alternatecurrentradio.com. Go check it out. Yeah, they're, they're quick shows. They're informative. And if you like hip-hop, rap, um, and history of those those genres and check it out they're like 18 to 20 minutes or 22 minutes super quick you go to the grocery store you got a whole episode done and you've got like some some good reference and some good hip-hop in your head that's right i'll put uh, a couple episodes up into the live player after the show tonight usually i roll music into the nighttime hours while i'm editing and getting everything set 
for the Boiler Room uh, post-show processing. So feel free to hang out over here in the chat room, listen to some tunes, whatnot. Check out some Primecast. And, of course, join us for Sunday Wire this coming Sunday. Patrick Henningsen will be back. We'll be doing Sunday Wire. That starts at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 Central, noon Eastern, 5 p.m. in the U.K., Bucky wants some Wu-Tang Clan on that one there, Spore. So you're already getting requests. Uh, yeah, I know. I was, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah. <laughs> got that right. 36 Chambers. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Uh, this is Hesher for The Boiler Room. We're going to call it a night, everybody. Thanks again for joining us. Please support us if you can. If you're able to, please become a patron. Or kick into that motherfucking swear jar that we just spun the lid off of and kicked over tonight. Uh, we really need that one filled back up because I have been a terrible, terrible swearing person <laughs> on my microphone tonight. <laughs> yes. Okay, thanks again, Randy J. Infidel, Pharaoh, J. Dyer, Lovely Spore, for joining me tonight for this edition of Boiler Room. This has been Boiler Room number 180. We're out of here. We'll see you next time. Good night. That's it. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama.
say Okay But you're motoring Yeah Motoring You called the planet bastard I'll tell you what I think of it. I live to see you eat that contract. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! Ah! As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.